This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Come with me to Luke chapter 19. The Lord said you are an agent of change. Therefore, occupy till I come. The Lord said, why you are going away for Christmas? Why you are going to eat your chicken and your curry rice and your fried meat and your celebrations? Occupy for me. The Lord said, occupy in the place of your calling. Occupy in the place of your destiny. The Lord Jesus says, occupy till I come. For I am coming for a church without blemish, without wrinkles. Thank you, Father. Luke chapter 19, verse 12. Pastor, thank you. Ministers, thank you for charging the church for the breakthrough that God has ordained for this church. This church, the Lord will meet you on the day of his appearing. Give me a fireful amen. Luke chapter 19, verse 12 says, He said, Therefore a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered unto them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens settled him and said, and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. Why? Because he gave them an assignment. Now go to Luke 19, 27. But those my enemies, Jesus answered, but those my enemies which will not have me, reign over them. Bring them hither and slay them. The Lord Almighty has given you an instruction this day. As the year is coming to, the, to an end, you have to know that you are an agent of change. You have to know that God has positioned you in this world to change your generation. He has positioned you in this world to do something for him. He has positioned you to occupy. What does it mean to occupy? It means to do business for him. What kind of business have you been called to do? The Bible says in Matthew 28, 16 to 18, Go ye therefore into the world and preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Go ye therefore into the world and set the captives free. It is time for you to wake up and occupy till Jesus comes. What kind of occupation am I supposed to do? There are some people singing. There are some people in the ushering department. There are ministers of the gospel. Everybody has his own different assignment. Gift according to, the, according to the strength that God has enabled you. Your gift is not my own gift. But as I am celebrating into the new year, I have to make sure that I am on fire for Jesus so that wherever I go, I will be occupying. I need to occupy in different ways for Jesus to accept me as his own child. How can I occupy? I have to discover myself, one. I have to recover myself, two. I have to understand the purpose and plan of God for my life. When I sat there and the worship was going on, the Lord told me that there's somebody here. She said that she's going to, this is that she's going to make sure she brings a man to marry her. Anyhow. Another one said, I'm going to become pregnant. Anyhow. I am 30, 35 years old. The Lord said, she asked you, who told you that you're abandoned? Who told you that you're forgotten? Who told you that you go and defy your garment, defy your undies, because you want to have a baby? The Lord said, I am God. I am more than enough for you. I know what you are going through. I know what you are being through. I was reading through my um, diary this morning and I chanced into my daughter's uh, uh, decisions about who we marry her. And she wrote it in 2010. And everything she wrote in that diary was what God gave her in this month of July 21st when she wedded. I, I was amazed. 
I said, God, is this how you are? There is somebody here, the prophecy God gave you three years ago, seven years ago, is coming alive. You are not saying a louder amen. The Lord said, Luke chapter 1 and Luke chapter 2, in verse 45 of Luke chapter 1, there shall be a performance of the prophecy of God over your life. That prophecy will not die with you in 2013. You will enter into that prophetic world for your life. Occupy it till I come. Do business for Jesus. Why should I occupy till he comes? Why sound this alarm when we should be enjoying Christmas? When we are getting together, this is one of the enjoyment God wants us to enjoy this season. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14, the Bible says to you and me, Awake! Awake! You are sleeping. Arise from the dead. And Christ shall give you light. Throw room. God says, awake. Rise up. For Jesus is come to remove darkness from your life. He has come to remove shame from your life. You don't need to make any phone calls this Christmas. Except the phone calls of congratulations. Except the phone calls of saying, God will bless you. Except the phone calls of sending portions, good news to somebody. Don't make some call of begging anybody to do anything for you. Your God is more than enough for you. He will saturate your life with good things. By the time you get out of this place tomorrow, there shall be an alert in your account. What, my, what God cannot give to you, no man can give it to you. Any miracle you don't get in your revelation is not from God. Awake. Put on your strength. The Bible says in that Ephesians chapter 5 again, verse 7, Be ye not a partaker of evil if you must occupy. Follow those that live in righteousness. If you must occupy, you are an agent of change. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing shall be added unto you. What are we pursuing after? What are we running after? Uncle at Wuse 2 did not go out. But the driver that were walking with me was saying, Pastor Gladys, there is like riots around Wuse. Kai. That shock and that shall be you bought now on credit. Listen. <laughs> you pay for it in January. And meanwhile, January, the children are going back to school. If you wash your ankara and iron it and eat your rice with your small goat meat, nobody knows. Because the sweet of the living God is in you that will cause you to be rejoicing always in the Lord. And you'll be looking game game as if you're an under 20 because the glory of the Lord is all over you. But when you stress up yourself because of what others have, you will go to hell. The Lord says, occupy. How can I occupy? Seven ways. In obedience. Humble yourselves in the hand of the Lord. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 5 talks about diligently. If you diligently obey God and serve him, he will release blessings upon you. Your storehouse will not run dry. If you obey God, he will cause men to come to your beck and call. If you obey the authority, God Almighty will promote you. 
The Bible says when you occupy in obedience, promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west. It comes from the almighty God. He's the one that brings a man down and he lifts up another person. There is somebody here, you are believing God for a fantastic financial breakthrough. Listen to me. Before the 23rd of December, by four, before 4 p.m. tomorrow, go and mark it. That miracle will greet your account. The second thing that you have to do in occupying is this. You have to trust God with all your heart. Trust the Lord with all your heart and he will direct you. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and God will give you the desires of your heart. What does it mean to trust in the Lord? You do some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord and we shall be happy. When you trust in the Lord, and you notice that there's no food on your table. You keep on dancing. You wake up dancing. You go to bed celebrating. One man of God was looking for over 200 and something thousand dollars to buy, uh, to pay rent for his house, church house in America. And on that day, he was praying in the prayer room with all the ministers. The cattle on a thousand hills, they belong to you, God. The cattle on a thousand hills, they belong to you, God. A man that is not a member of the church had already gone to Texas to sell his um, cows. And then when the man saw the cows and slept, the Lord spoke to him and opened his eyes to see that church. And the Lord said, go to that pastor now. They are in a meeting. Don't touch that church. It's not your own. My son has cried that the cattle on a thousand years belongs to me. And I have caused you to sell these cattle. Send the money. And when they came and told the secretary, the secretary said, no, they are praying. You can't see them. He said, no, 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 no. I, I have an urgent assignment. Trust, when, this, when the man was talking and doing church like this, of course, secretary will go and call pastor. And when pastor came out, the man said, sir, I don't know you. I don't know your church. But the Lord said that you have need of this. He said, what? He gave him the check, 250000 What do you think that prayer meeting will do? Prayer meeting change gear. There is somebody here, you've been crying. You've been weeping. After this morning service, you will dance home. You are not saying a louder amen. The cattle on a thousand years, they belong to God. And God is going to release it to you. Say a louder amen. God will command men and women to sow into your life. Say a louder amen. Do not tell me that there's somebody here. You are being cheated and you are being messed up. Those that you have helped are writing against you. They are speaking against you. The Lord says to tell you, men spoke against me, God. And I the Lord Almighty. Make sure that those that have stood against me, they are also coming to bow before me. Hear me very well. All those, your enemies, that will not allow you to rule over them. God will bring them before you and you will slay them. You are not saying a louder amen. There is somebody here. Do not say, I will open a new treasure for you. I will open a new treasure for you. I will open a new business for you. If only you will dare to occupy until he comes. The Lord said there's somebody here. You will rule and reign among your critics. Yeah. I said you will rule and reign among your critics. Yeah. Help me and say a louder amen. Yeah. When you wake up, you will occupy. But when you're sleeping and snoring, there is no way you can, you can occupy. Arise and shine. That's your word. Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, Arise and shine for your light is come, brethren. The glory of the Lord is upon this church in the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah 51, verse 17, the Bible says, Awake, awake, O Jerusalem, we 
which has drunk at the hand of the law the cup of fury, that has drunken the dread of the cup thereof, and wrung them out. But beginning from today, says the Lord, I will hand over the cup to your enemy. Some of you have been drinking the cup of sorrow and delay since the year. Listen to me. God says, from now on, that cup will be given to your enemy. You are not saying a louder amen. How else can I occupy? I will occupy in holiness. For without holiness, no eyes shall see the Lord. The eyes of the Lord is running to and fro, looking for those who will bless. Are you holy in your works? In your deeds and in your actions. When you see a child occupying the mother's breast, no matter what you do, that baby will not allow that breast to get out of her. Are you occupying your position in holiness? Have you made up your mind? Come east, go east, go west, go north, go south. Nobody will bring defilement into your house. The Bible says the love of many is wasking cold and iniquity is abounding. When you are occupying your position in God, the fire of the Holy Ghost will protect you. But when you think that you can serve two masters at a time, until uncle, you will not be able to enjoy the miracles that God is releasing unto us come 2014. 2014 is a year of expansion and enlargement. Cut off from the man you are sleeping with that is not your husband. Cut off from the sister you are sleeping with that is not your wife. Keep yourself pure for Jesus. For he knows what he has put on your inside. He said, my daughter, I am yours. You are mine. I want you to give me quality worship. I want you to praise me with all your heart. I have more than enough for you in this house. What is it that will separate you from the love of God? Is it tribulation? Is it famine? The Bible said, no, in all this you are more than conquerors. You can say you are occupying as a choir member. What do you do in the secret? When that sister comes to cook beans for you, 10 p.m., and you are living in one room apartment with one bed, when will the beans get done? And then Satan will cause rain to fall. Brother, I'm not going. Mark has said, You are not occupying. When you take that bribe and falsify figures and lie against the Most High God, when you have an appointment with another man's wife or husband in a secret place, when we, I was doing my youth service in, in, in Gombe, one pastor we, we moved. We were small then. He will move. From the east to the north to commit sin. But one day he did not know that somebody that knows the wife was inside the compound. He comes to mess around. And that was the day God ordained his destruction. Because God had been warning him. And he left that place like a vegetable. Thank God that he went home and apologized to the wife and repented of the evil of his doing. There is somebody here. The Lord said, I should tell you, you cannot occupy in hypocrisy. You cannot occupy in insincerity. You cannot occupy in falsehood. Many of your miracles have not come to you because there are some illegal occupants in your life. What are those illegal occupants? Arrogance, pride, lying, stealing, backbiting, envy, jealousy, seduction, adultery, fornication. You mingle with sin and you think that God is not seeing you. There, there's an unseen eye that is watching you. And see, uncle, I have come to tell you, it is your season to shine forth. 
It is your season to rise and shine. It is your season to celebrate holiness. It is your season to celebrate purity. It is your season to celebrate integrity. And because you are an agent of change, men are looking up to you. As you go home this Christmas, as you go for that holidays, do you know that God wants you to occupy? Myself and my partner that is one of your ministers, we talk to ourselves. And when she travels, she says, listen, I am already in their, uh, uh, what do you call it, reception, preaching the gospel. What do you do with the time and money God has given to you? Do you use it to buy kente, to buy joy, to buy interaction? They are very beautiful. They are good things to put on, beloved. I love good things. But then, have you inquired of God? Why God gave you that money? Why God has brought you into this church? Some of us will go say, occupy till I come. But we have come here to occupy for earthly business. You come to church, you are looking whether your partners are around. If they are not around, you go and call them on the phone. Ah, ah. Why are you there now? Maybe we say we will conclude that discussion today after service. Hey, Father. Tell your neighbor, occupy till I come. What should I do if I must occupy? Fly with me to Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. Verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their lamps, in their vessels, with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry. There was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom comes. Go out and meet the bridegroom. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Uncle, before the end of the year, trim your lamp. Cut off all the excesses in your life. Deal with all those forces, sin and unseen forces that are attacking you. What does it mean to trim your lamps? Change your attitude, God will lead you to what God has in stock for you. Change your behavioral pattern. Change your prayer life. Change your Bible study life. Change your time of worship. And give God quality worship. Give God enough time. You are writing. You are writing out all that you've been able to achieve this year. Have you been able to write out all you've been able to achieve in the presence of God? Have you trimmed your lamp? Trim your lamps. Cut off excesses. Listen, the foolish virgins. The Bible says in verse 8, And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. The anointing God is releasing this Christmas is the anointing for the wise. The wise will never allow their oil to run dry. The foolish were begging for the oil. Give me. My own is finished. Because one, they were not prepared. Two, they were not focused. Brethren, as God says, occupy till I come. I hear the Lord say to tell somebody here, it's time for you to cut off from friendships that will not impact your life. Anyone that will be a minus to your life, cut off from the person. Any business you are into, that does not glorify the name of the Lord. Go on your knees. Say, Daddy, with this business glorify your name. Any relationship, any Timothy or Titilayo that is trying to date you, and you know that is not born again, please, there is no compromise. Cut off from him and tear his letters, remove his name from your system. 
Tell him, Timothy, I'm gone and gone for good. This is the hour between now and the next seven days. Rearrange your life for better things are ahead. If you don't rearrange your life, you are going to miss the miracle of 2014. Because the 2014 breakthrough is beginning on the first day. Are you among the wise virgins? A wise virgin honors her husband and respects her husband. She encourages her husband to come to church and to come to fellowship. But a foolish virgin can tell her husband, you go ahead, get the money. I represent you here. Are you a wise virgin? Do you cook for your husband? Do you honor him? Do you show him, my, my husband, you are the only one, you are the only sugar in my tea. And somebody saying, uh, after he doesn't buy, when he doesn't buy things for me, how will I love him? Love him. Tell your neighbor, love your husband. Uh-huh. Tell your neighbor, love your wife. What else should I do if I must occupy till Jesus comes? One, I must totally hand over my life to Jesus. Totally. Tell Jesus, I am all yours. Like our pastor was worshipping this morning. There was a man in the Bible that was an agent of change. Joseph, even in prison, he occupied for Jesus. Daniel, even in, even in, in Babylon, he occupied for Jesus. In Genesis 41, 39 to 45, our brother Joseph occupied for Jesus. And no wonder Pharaoh promoted him. Daniel occupied for Jesus. And in Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 to 12, he purported in his heart never to define himself with the portion of the king's meat. What about Auntie Esther? She occupied for the Lord. Even when people were, were not ready to go into fasting and praying. Brethren, fasting and praying is the best thing you can ever give to the Almighty God. Fasting and praying and worshiping, that's the best thing you can give to the Almighty God. Church is getting ready for 100 days fast. Fasting is not for you to put garlic and put milk and put water inside it and shake it inside there, your ever water and be drinking it. They say we should take fluid. That thing is food. And garlic and milk and sugar is balanced diet. So that's not diet fasting. Everybody's trying to manipulate this fasting. Tell your neighbor, don't manipulate the fast. Can somebody say louder? Amen. By the way, the fasting is beginning 2nd of January, so you will eat your Christmas rice, okay? What else should I do if I must occupy till Jesus comes? As a change agent, I must get ready to get out of critics. Those that are criticizing the word of God. Those that are running down my God. I must get out of them. What must I do, Pastor Gladys? If I must be an agent of change, I must move from faith destroyers, anointing drainers, to those that want to help me build up my spiritual life and take me to the next level. What must I do, Pastor Gladys, if I must occupy? I must be focused. I must remove carelessness from my life. Many of us are so careless. We don't know where we are going. We don't know what God, why God has created us. You don't even know why you are in this church. Do not allow men to deceive you. Psalm 125, verse 1. Stop eating the forbidden fruit. Let your perseverance be strong. That is our motto. Myself and my partners. Let your perseverance be strong. Be strong in your decisions to serve God. Be strong in your decision to live a holy life. I have some prophetic blessings I want to release unto us before I go. But these are the principles you must apply before the end of the year. Let men know what you believe in. Announce it to people that this is me. 
What in the aircraft I had to pray. I said, in Jesus' name, we have landed and we thank God, all of you. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, amen. She said, okay. At least God said I should pray. I have prayed. Another one, I got up to pray. I had, Come on, Eric, my company plane. Say, ma'am, I sit down. I said, okay, I will sit down, but I will still pray. Father, we thank you because we have landed safely. To you be all the glory, oh God. Everybody say amen. They all said amen. I said, okay, we are going out of the aircraft. There's some of you, when you're discussing with your, all you gurus, you're like, should we talk Jesus here? Tell your neighbor, talk Jesus. Say it loud and clear. Talk Jesus. Sir. There is no shaking. Occupy in the aircraft. Occupy in the village. When you get to the village, before they give you that rice to eat, tell them until uncle, let us pray. Every demon in this food, Father, catch fire. I like that, brother. No more hiding for us. The Lord has said that I want to release the whole church into their prophetic destiny. You are going to be released. Your children will be released. Do you know that Jesus was released? The mother had to release him. In John chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Because the time of Jesus had come. But Jesus didn't know. That is why mothers were very important. You got to release your husband. You got to release your children. You got to tell them, honey, this is the set time to occupy. When Mary came, he said, Master, they don't have no Jesus. Mama said, Jesus said, go, my time has not come. But that word of the mother ministered to him. He now went and said, okay, my mother said something. Maybe my time has come. He said, okay, everybody gather your containers. And then that was his first miracle Jesus ever did. There is somebody here, you're delaying your children from entering into their prophetic destiny. Today, release them. Release your husband. Release your wife. How can I occupy? A sinner cannot occupy. A liar cannot occupy. Agents of darkness cannot occupy. You need to face up and say, Jesus, I want to occupy my position in your agenda as a born again child. And I want to occupy by fire. Moses was not occupying well until he had an encounter with the fire of the Holy Ghost. There is somebody here. You're going to have an encounter this morning with the fire of the Holy Ghost that will move you from the back bench of life to the front line. You are an agent of change. If you're born again, get ready. Like our pastor said, get ready. The, the plane is about to take off. Get ready and enter into the city and win souls for Jesus. You have delayed for a long time. You have wasted time for a long time. The hour for you to recover lost grounds. The hour has come. The hour is now. Tomorrow might be too late for you. Disappointed unto man wants to die. After that comes judgment. Where will you be when Jesus comes? When he comes, you know he's a pay master. To ask you, what have you done with the gifts I gave to you? With the assignments I put in your hand? What did you do? Say, hey, pastor, you know, reading pattern, I didn't like it. That is nonsense for you. God will inquire of you what you have done with your life. You cannot just be a bench warmer. As you're going home and coming back, be ready to know that God Almighty whom you serve will appear in his tabernacle. He will appear to give every man according to his work. Shall we pray? Is there anybody that wants to say, Father, I want to give my life to you. Lift up your hand. Lord, I want to occupy the local. 
Can I see your hand up? Lift it high up, please. Lift it high up. Thank you, Jesus. Can you stand up, auntie? Uncle, stand up, please. Can you stand up? It was a fire to cause you to occupy you. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Thames Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored.